0: From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Thursday, November 4th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. President Obama gets ready for his first post-election foreign trip. First stop, India, the world's most populous democracy and an aspiring world power. Some say India will be a tricky visit for Mr. Obama. What is it that the United States really wants from us? We We are too big to be subservient and not strong enough to be independent. Also, Haiti braces for Tropical Storm Tomas. And the city of Venice is criticized for covering some of its historic monuments with billboards. Now, this news.
1: BBC News with Zoe Diamond. President Obama has invited Republican and Democrat leaders of Congress to the White House following the midterm election in which his Democratic Party lost its majority in the House of Representatives. He said it was critically important to create a better working relationship between the White House and Congress over the coming months. Paul Adams reports.
2: President Obama says he wants real talks, not just a photo opportunity. After a cabinet meeting on Thursday morning, a chastened president said he wanted a better working relationship with the new leaders in Congress. And he said the country couldn't afford two years of squabbling. But after a long period of consistently confrontational squabbling, it's hard to know if the two sides are ready for a new, more cooperative era. Republican leaders have made it clear that they still regard putting one of their own into the White House in 2012 as a top priority but they also know that as partners in government, they're more accountable than they've been since President Obama's election.
1: The UN Development Programme says some of the poorest countries in the world are making the fastest progress in improving the quality of life for their citizens. It says its annual Human Development Index also suggests that aid works, as the greatest progress has been made in areas like health and education, which have been the main focus for assistance. France and China have signed trade deals worth billions of dollars at the start of a state visit by the Chinese president, Hu Jintao. The deals cover the purchase of more than 100 Airbus aircraft and agreements on nuclear power. A Chinese minister said the two countries would not be discussing the issue of the jailed Chinese dissident Liu Xiaobo, who was recently awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. The head of the activist group Reporters Without Borders, Jean-Francois Julia, urged the French government to openly call for Liu Xiaobo's release.
0: We expect uh, uh, an official statement by, by Nicolas Sarkozy of someone from the French government uh, asking for the release of Liu Xiaobo, uh, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, Bernard Kouchner, already did it a few weeks ago, but it's not enough. We, we just expect that someone will do it during the visit, during the presence of Rougie in France.
1: The engine maker Rolls-Royce has recommended precautionary checks on a model of its jet engines after one fitted to an Airbus failed soon after takeoff. The plane, operated by the Australian airline Qantas, made an emergency landing at Singapore after what passengers described as a loud explosion seriously damaged one of its four engines. One of the passengers, Matt Hewitt, praised the aircrew for their cam reaction.
2: They did a very good job of talking to all the passengers and those that were upset. It soon calm down. They gave us continued updates on the progress. They told us the plan of action. Uh, it seemed quite straightforward. They were going to attempt to drop enough fuel to lighten the load and then try and come in for a safe landing. They just had to spend so much time in a position, losing fuel, over Indonesia, and to time if they could land.
1: This is the latest World News from the BBC. The Serbian president Boris Tadic has apologised for the massacre of Croat civilians by Serb forces during the war of the 1990s. He made the apology during a visit to the Croatian town of Vukovar. More than 200 Croats were murdered at a pig farm near the town in 1991. Mr. Tadic and his Croatian counterpart, Ivo Josipovic, laid wreaths at the site of the massacre. The Deputy Prime Minister of Serbia, Bojidar Jelic, said that it was an important occasion for both countries.
0: It is a historical moment, extraordinary.